Good morning, KVC. Welcome to our online gathering where the body of Jesus Christ comes together to look at his word, to worship and praise him, and be encouraged and go out into the world this week and be the representation of Jesus. If this is your first time being online, welcome. We have a connect card virtually. You can sign uh, sign up and fill it out, and we learn more about you, and you learn more about us. And today, I want us to look at the subject, Surrendered in the Storm. Now, we've been going through this series on the gifts of the Spirit, and last week I talked about prophecy, and today I was going to talk about tongues and interpretation. Just know, next week we will get back to that. Uh, but I felt uh, the Lord wanted us to speak about being strengthened in the storm out of Psalms 46.10. So let's pray. Father, thank you for this time. Thank you that you are strengthening us in the midst of the pandemic, that your church is not going from weak to weaker, but it's going from strength to strength, glory to glory, faith to faith. And so we just thank you of what you're working in and through us as uh, individuals, as families, and the corporate body of Christ. So today we ask your word by the power of your spirit would minister to our hearts. And we just thank you, Father, for a timely word and season for all of us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. In Psalms 46.10, most of you can probably quote that verse, and it says, Be still and know that I, am the God, that I am God, that I will be exalted in the heavens and I'll be exalted in the earth. Um, <clears throat> I found a, uh, another translation. It's the Christian Standard Bible that I really like and I really believe is probably a more accurate translation for Psalms 46.10. And it says, Stop fighting and know that I am God, exalted among the nations, exalted on the earth. You know, most of our Bible translations and everyone memorized it as be still and know. This kind of gives us the picture of kind of a meditative state where we close our eyes and we're stilling our minds so we can hear our hearts and it's very serene, soft music is playing. And that's important. Meditation, contemplating the word of the Lord, we know from Psalms and other passages of scripture that this is very, very important. But literally what it means is to lay down your arms, surrender, and acknowledge God as the one and only God. In other words, stop fighting. Now you're probably thinking, now Pastor Craig, you tell us to take up the armor of God and to fight and to advance the kingdom. And you're right, we are to do that. But as uh, Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, there is a time to fight and there's a time to rest. 
There's a time to laugh and there's a time to cry. And so there's a time in every season for something in our lives. And I want to talk to us about laying down our arms or stop fighting. Stop thinking we have to do it. Stop thinking that it's up to me because if it's not up to me, it's not going to get done. God's word is not going to advance and God needs me. But it literally means to lay down your arms. We know Ephesians 6 tells us we have the armor of God. Lay down your sword. Lay down your shield and allow God to be God in your life. And verse 10, which says, stop fighting and know that I'm God, is the last third of Psalms 46 and the final phrase or the final part. And what we have to look at in verses 8 through 12, what's the context of what the psalmist is talking about. And in that, when we look at that, it reminds us how important verse 10 is. So in verse 8, 9, and 11, they make reference in some aspect to war or fighting. So in this, the, tra the traditional translation, be still, seems too tame in the midst of fighting, battles, and war. It seems like stop fighting is a better translation for us to look at and also to reflect on. You know, I, I don't know about you, but I know that I want to fight with the Lord, but I also know there are times I've been fighting against the Lord. There are times that I thought I was doing what he wanted me to do, but come to find out I was fighting against him. And as we come to Psalms 46, it says, stop fighting, lay it down. Stop thinking it depends on you and it depends on me. Stop thinking that, you know, God needs our help because he doesn't. But to reflect and stop fighting, lay down our arms and let God be God in the nations, in this earth, and in the heavens. And that God is with me and he will do as he wills. He will fulfill his purpose in this earth. Whether I'm trying to struggle and fight through or not, God will accomplish his plans in Isaiah 55, 9, it says, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. It's important that we understand God is not our genie. And during this pandemic, some of you have been actually fighting against God, and it's time to stop fighting, put your arms down, Put your weapons down and trust that God is who he says he is and believe that he will do what he will, what he has said and that he will accomplish his purposes, not the way I think or the way you think, but he'll accomplish his purposes because he's God. 
and that we submit to that. You know, the beginning of Psalm 46, if you'll look there, he says he is our refuge. A refuge is some place that you go to for safety. He says he's our refuge. And then it says he's our strength. He's our ever-present help in times of trouble. Listen, today more than ever, people are in trouble. Confusion all around us, chaos, people losing jobs, losing homes, no food all around us. And yet in the midst of this, God says, stop fighting. Stop fighting and trust in me. Trust that I am the God over all the nations. I'm the God over all the earth, that I'm the God over Kenya, and I'm the God over Nairobi. And that we can trust him with our own, with all of our being. The psalmist points out that mankind's tendency to fear when natural disasters take place. He talks about that in verse 2 and 3. All of us, when this hit in March, we had a tendency to walk in fear. Even today, many people are afraid to even uh, bump, bump arms together or to give a handshake or the thought of coming together on a Sunday gathering terrifies people. And the psalmist tells us here that as mankind, we have a tendency to fear. But he tells us that he is our refuge. Stop trying to make things happen. Stop trying to make it happen in your flesh. Lay down your weapons and trust. Trust him in all, in all your ways. So why, did, why is this message today? Why did I interrupt the, the gifts of the Spirit for this message today? This last Monday, uh, Monday through Saturday, our community group prays at 7, Monday through Friday and 7.30 on Saturday. And we pray, and on Monday we were praying together, and I just kept hearing the words, be still, be still be still. And I thought, I thought the Lord was talking to me. I thought, well, this is a word for me. I have been kind of anxious and this whole COVID and all these things going on. But the Lord said, no, it's for the body. It's for KVC. This word that I'm sharing with you this morning, I believe is a word from the Lord. I believe it's for such a time as this. That's why I interrupted the series. I normally don't do that. I normally continue on with the series as God has spoken. But in this case, I believe that he's wanting to say something. I believe he's wanting to get our attention now that we've been months into this COVID. And some, somehow, someway, we've accepted this as this is our new normal. I want to tell you this is not our new normal. God's doing a new thing. Remember Isaiah 42 and 43. He's doing a new thing and do you not perceive it? The normal that we came out of will not be the normal that we go back into. And we have to lay down 
our arms. Stop fighting even one another. Stop fighting the Lord and start listening and hearing what he's saying. So next week, we'll get back on the gifts. We'll be looking at tongues and interpretation of tongues. Uh, an awesome, awesome part of the body, an awesome part of the gifts that God gives us today. If you have your Bibles with you, also turn to Luke chapter 8. In verses 22 through 25 is the story of Jesus getting in the boat with the disciples and says, get in the boat, we're going to the other side. And in the course of the boat heading to the other side, Jesus goes to the front of the boat and he falls asleep. If you've ever been on the Sea of Galilee, it's surrounded by mountains and the wind can come over the mountains in a moment's notice and a squall and a storm can kick up immediately. And that's what happened. So much so that the water was coming in the boat and the disciples thought they were going to drown. But what I want you to see in the midst of natural disasters, in the midst of the storm, where was Jesus? He was asleep. Why? How could Jesus sleep through a storm? Was he extra tired? Did he take a sleeping pill that helped him sleep? No. His perfect peace in the Father and his trust in him not trying to make anything happen, but resting in him. This per perfect peace kept his mind, stayed on him. And so when disaster came and the disciples were freaking out, Jesus was asleep in the boat. Listen, I don't know how long the COVID's going to last. I don't know how bad it's going to get, but I do know this. That in the midst of the storm, our God is there. And he's our refuge. He's our strength and, and an ever-present help in our time of need. Those aren't just religious words. Those are what God says to us today. That even in the midst of it, we can have a peace that the world does not understand. Stop being fearful. Stop being fearful of every little thing that happens or what you read or what you see on the news. Matter of fact, my recommendation is stop watching most of this stuff. It's a viewpoint of the world. It's not a kingdom viewpoint. And the goal of the enemy is to put you in fear. And so Jesus was asleep in the boat. You know, as this pandemic continues and people not just in Kenya, but around the world are suffering, how does Psalms 46, Luke 8, and Job, which we're going to look at in a minute, apply to us? How do we, when we're in fear, we're in confusion, stop fighting? How do we learn to trust and lean upon the Lord and not our own understanding? How do we learn to let go 
and let God be our refuge and our strength. How do we handle all these things? How does this all make sense? I'm not too sure I have the answer to all those questions, but I know God is the answer. And our part is to seek him, to ask, to seek, and to continue to knock. You know, in the book of Job, I was reminded this week, um, if you've ever read the book of Job, most of our focus is on the suffering. We focus on Job, his family, his wife, and why it happened, and why the suffering, and why Job. But I think there's a deeper message in here than just suffering. And I think this is where this word is for you and I today. In the middle of the book of Job, you'll find the question of Job's friends about sin and righteousness. And in Job 38, everything changes. You can read it. Everything changes. God doesn't answer their questions about the reason and cause of suffering. Let me tell you something. There's people around us that are suffering and people are saying why. This week, um, a part of our family, Mason and Claire, lost one of their sons. They were born twins. Why does that happen? What is God doing in that? Did God not care? All those questions come. Why is there suffering? Why are there over 8,000 young people a day being sex trafficked in Kenya. Why, why, why all these questions? And those are the same thing that Job's friends, even his wife said, Job, just curse God and die. And sometimes when things don't make sense to us, we make up religious answers that have no power or validity to bring comfort or joy in the midst of sorrow. In the midst of all of this chaos that's going on, the thing that you and I as the church cannot do is make up religious answers to these tough questions. But his friends are asking him these questions, but God doesn't answer their questions about the reason of suffering and pain. But what he does do, he tells Job who he is. If you don't get anything this morning, get this. In the midst of pain and suffering, this pandemic, God's not going to answer all your questions or my question, but he will always address who he is. In chapters 38 through 41, God lets him know that he is something that we cannot understand. Thus Isaiah 55. His ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thought. Some of you need to hear this today. You can quote all your positive affirmations. You can rub your gospel lamp and poof, 
God comes out as your genie. And because you have a positive confession, God is bound to your confession to answer all your problems. I want to tell you, you believed a false gospel. Our God is not your genie or my genie. He is not a God that comes down on our level because we can't even go to his level. We don't even remotely understand him. Why does he do what he does? Why does he let things happen that happen in this world? The injustice, the pain, the sorrow, the agony. In all of it, God's ways are higher than our ways. And his thoughts are above our thoughts. So where does that leave us in the midst of this pandemic? Where does this leave us? Some of you are suffering. You've had loss. You've had confusion. You've had heartache during this time. Where does that leave us? And what is Job trying to tell us in, verse, in chapters 38 through 41? It's this. Do you trust him? Stop fighting and surrender to him. In the midst of this, God doesn't answer Job or his friends, but he explains his character and nature and says, can you trust me? Can you trust me? Can you stop fighting and know that I am God? That I'll be exalted in the heavens and I'll be exalted in the earth. Can you trust him in the midst of the storm to lay your head down and to sleep? Do you know him? Maybe you're listening today and you've been asking the question of who this Jesus is. Jesus is the Messiah, the son of the living God. And the only way that you're going to get to the Father is through him. Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so today, can you put down your weapons? Stop fighting. Stop fighting even what the Holy Spirit has been speaking to your heart and surrender to him today. Can you, men... Stop fighting the world and the culture's way of doing things and say, God, I want your way. Ladies, can you stop fighting? Stop fighting that your man isn't the most perfect person and stop trying to control and manipulate him and trust God. Are we willing to lay down these things and can we trust God? This is key, fundamental to Christianity. When you don't see the thing or the situations that's happening, can you trust God? Can you believe that he's a good father? 
Can you believe that he will make everything right in its time and his time, not my time or your time? Can you trust God if you never see the promises come to fruition? Can you still trust him and love him deeply? So today, Psalms 46 says, stop fighting and know that God will be exalted in the heavens and in the earth. I believe this is a word for KVC for this time. Yes, we are wanting to meet and gather. We need to find a place. But I'm not worried. I'm not fearful. I believe God's directing our steps. I know people are fearful in the gathering, and that's okay. It's okay for you to walk this journey out and trust him and allow God to break off those things in you that are not of Jesus. We want to be a church that does what Psalms 46 says. Stop fighting and know. Lay it down. Whatever it is today, lay it down and trust the Lord. Maybe it's with your finances. Stop fighting. Stop trying to make things happen in your own strength, but trust the Lord. Maybe it's in your marriage. Maybe during this pandemic, it's revealed the cracks in your marriage. Lay it down, surrender your marriage to him and let him bring healing. Maybe it's with a job. All these areas. Maybe you have allowed sin to remain and not dealt with and repented and confessed and turned about. Now's the time. Now's the time to let God be God in our lives. It's time to quit using the cliche Christian words that have no power and they're just words that we have memorized and they're just religion. They're not relationship. So I pray that this word encourages you today. I pray that through the power of the Holy Spirit, it speaks to your heart, and you allow God to minister to you today. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that you quickened me this last week about uh, being still. But more than that, in my studies, really bringing to light in the midst of this battle that we're in, that sometimes we're fighting against you. And God, we don't want to fight against you, with you. We want to partner with you. And we want to follow you and trust you. Trust in your character and nature and who you are and what you say you will do. So Lord, through your spirit today, move mightily on our body as we trust you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I do know this over my years of ministry, when God speaks something to me, I know I'm supposed to deliver it or speak it to someone 
I don't always know the purpose, but I do know this. Today, this word was for many of you. You need to take hold of this word, grab it, and walk with it today. Next week, we'll be back on the gifts of the Spirit, and we'll be talking about tongues and interpretation of tongues. God bless you. Have a great week. I love you, and we'll see you Monday in a word in season. God bless.